Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Happy New Year, my boring business owners. Are you ready to tackle 2019? I didn't think so because me neither. And that's why today's show is going to be so important for you. I have my friend Yvonne Hyman on the show to talk about goal setting and planning for us to have very, very successful 2019s. Stay tuned. It is time for the Marketing for Your Boring Business podcast and Facebook live show. Welcome to the Marketing for Your Boring Business show. I am your host, Desiree Martinez, and I am going to be getting your life together today with a little bit of help from our friends. Um, and most likely you're like me and you got really distracted through the holidays and then like December 26th hit and you were like, crap, like what am I supposed to be doing right now? And that's when you were like, I need to figure out what I need to do for 2019. Well, here we are January 2nd and we're going to help you get your goal set and get a plan together for your business life for the next year, if anything, at least through the next month. Uh, I know that it can be a plan. Ugh, you guys, I know you need a plan and to get organized, but it's going to be a little daunting to figure out, which is what we're going to help you with today. Not only, though, is Yvonne going to break it down for us, but she's going to give away a digital copy of her genius Bulletproof Business Planner. So make sure you type five now in the comments to enter to win your very own copy. Now, quick shout out for our sponsor and what you... There is nothing that's going to be more important than planning and goal setting to be successful in this new year. And that definitely has to do a lot with your social media. But what are you going to do for your social media? And planning it all out? Can you even figure out what you're supposed to be doing? That is where Sendable is going to help you. Sendable allows for you to bulk post all of your major social networks, including Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. You can monitor your social media comments and posts, schedule blogs, schedule your YouTube videos, and so much more. This is the official social media management tool of All-in-One Social Media. I have tested a ton of other social media softwares, and I always come back to Sendable because they're the easiest and most comprehensive tool to use for your business. So make sure you click the description to get started with your 30-day free trial, and make sure you click the link to grab your planning calendar for you for fun ways for you to plan your content for the upcoming year. I got to show you guys. This is so fun. This is, they actually sent me a, a, a hand copy of this and it has, it's just this cute calendar and it has all of these really great things on it, like all these different days. So like, let's look at January. We have a lot of fun days coming up in January. We have obviously New Year's, which we've already passed. Did you know January 4th is National Spaghetti Day and that the 11th is National Milk Day? Or maybe the 21st is National Hug Day. So you can use this calendar, which they have an exact digital copy for you to grab um, on that link in the description so that you can plan your content way better for this upcoming year. So let's talk a little bit about our guest today, Yvonne. Yvonne is a web designer and business efficiency coach. It helps multiple business, and Yvonne has over 10 years of experience in organizing, strengthening, and streamlining businesses into profitability and success. She was born and raised in Germany where she was taught that entrepreneur, where she caught the entrepreneur bug early on, working in her parents' business and owning her own pub at the tender age of 22. 
Avon left the safety net and security that she had in Germany to pursue her own dreams. Since moving to the U.S. in 2007, Avon's goals have been to help empower entrepreneurs so they can successfully run a sustainable business while also enjoying their life. Her own life change challenge. Her own life-changing challenge came in 2014 when she lost her husband to cancer. Avon is determined to resume her passion for building a bulletproof business that can withstand anything. As a reminder, guys, our sponsor today for our show is Sendable. And make sure you type five in the comments so that you can enter to win Avon's bulletproof business planner. All right, let's bring Yvonne on the show. Hey, Yvonne. Welcome. Hi, everybody. <laughs> yes. Okay, Yvonne. So tell us a little bit about yourself that was in the bio. Like, why do you love helping entrepreneurs get their life together? <laughs> why do I love it? I'm like, you actually kind of had that in my bio. Um, as you mentioned, I lost my husband to cancer a few years back, and Considering I'm already coming from Germany where you have a bigger safety net, you have unemployment money, you have all kinds of stuff that you can do if things don't go as planned. And then you come into the States, you don't have that safety net, and then you have on top that experience of going through cancer caretaker, being a cancer caretaker, having I, I had completely had to put my business on hold. The last year was a full-time caretaker and I literally had to move off clients. And all of that together just really put me in the situation where I'm like, okay, I don't want anybody, first of all, to have to worry about paying the bills when you're taking care of a loved one. We all know how it is. I'm like, most of us are solopreneurs or just have a small team. The moment we get out of our business is usually when everything just comes crashing down. And with all of that, my big goal for the people around me is being able to build a business that can just run by itself. Um, Mike McCallowitz has put it pretty good in his new book, Clockwork. Can you leave your business for four weeks without it coming crashing down? No matter if it's vacation or whatever. But that right there is pretty much the test for your business. And I think a lot of us can't even leave that business for a week. Not even thinking about four weeks. And I'm talking four weeks hand off. So with all of that, it's. That's that's where my nerdiness then comes in, where it's like, okay, we have so much technology out there. Let's put it to work. We don't have to do it all ourselves. We don't have to be there. Even as a small business owner, even just with it being us and a small team, there is a lot of technology that you can bring in and that you can set up to get to a point where you can step away from your business in advance by itself. Yeah, that's a very powerful question. If, can you step away from your business for four weeks? I don't I don't know if I could. I mean, I usually am pretty good about being able to step away for like a week or two. But I remember even being in the hospital, you know, having to have an emergency C-section with my daughter and working while I was in between feeding. So that's... That's a huge question that I'm sure a lot of people don't have. So that's one of your goals for your business. Stay tuned, yep. guys. <laughs> All right, Yvonne. So, like, 
What do you think is the first thing people need to do to get started with goal setting and planning for 2019? One, one of the big things that I see always fall short is before we even start with any goals is the, the focus, the brainstorming. So I see a lot of goal journal journals and a lot of planning and everybody is about the next three months, but there's that disconnect of, okay, what's, what's the big goal? So who do you want to be five years down the road or 10 years down the road? Who do you want to be? Who do you want to work with? How do you want to sound? You know, all of that. When we talk about client avatars and branding and all of that, even before you even do any planning or goal setting, getting that down and at least getting an idea. I know for people that start out, it's like, oh, my God, what, what am I going to do with this? And it evolves and it changes. But even just having an idea of how that looks like is going to save you a ton of time because – Knowing those answers, knowing who do you want to be, who do you want to work with, that doesn't mean you're not going to do jobs right now just to pay the bills. But knowing what your destination is, even just in the big picture and not having those goals yet, is going to help you make decisions. I'm like, sure, you can jump in your car and just browse. You're going to spend the next two hours just browsing around. So how do you identify who you want to work with and um, so you can set those goals so that you can move towards the clients you want? One, one thing I'm guilty of too, put time away. Literally turn off your phone, tell the husband to take care of the kids or ship them off to the grandparents and really take a block of time. Even if that's just, the step you want to take care of right now, take an hour. If you want to work on more, take a bigger time frame and sit down. And if you have been in business, look back. What happened? What are the things you like to do? What are the things that energize you? Where where do you get excited? Um, you always hear people say, what, what would you work if you wouldn't be getting paid for or wouldn't need to be getting paid for? There's always going to be jobs that we don't want to do, but we need those, oh, you know, those passion projects where you're like three hours on the computer and suddenly it's like midnight and it's like, where did the time go? Those things, those things combined with looking at your market, what, what are people asking for? There usually is a certain level of lineup between what gets you excited, what you want to do. And the things people are asking for and the problems you can solve. So you want to find that balance between those two. Because if you are excited about something and you can't find the clients for it, you can't make a business out of it. But there usually is always some sort of an alignment. And often enough, you just need to change the messaging a little bit. And suddenly it's like, ooh, perfect. It's right here. So you, you're talking about something that's really great, which is, Find, do the work that excites you. And that's super important. So what happens though, when you are doing work that excites you and it starts to become less exciting and just starts to become like your plateau, how do you get yourself out of that plateau? When work becomes work? Yeah. I don't think it's so much when work becomes work. I think it's more like when work becomes like the thing that excites you becomes your everyday. 
So what I do, I have the, I have the same issue. Um, what I do is my coffee chats actually, believe it or not. I am still doing the same kind of work, the, the consulting and helping people, but it, it gives me a different feeling because I'm, I'm not in the money pressure. I'm not in the delivery pressure. I'm not there to just deliver results. I get to chat with people and you get a complete different excitement out of people when they are jumping on a 20 minute chat to just get to know you. And suddenly it's like this tool and that tool. And yet you can do this and you can do that. And oh, you got to meet that person, which usually happens in those calls in some level. And for me personally, just that excitement on the other side of this call is like, Ooh, this is why I'm doing it. That's what gives me the energy back to jump into write, writing those plans. And here is the program you need to do there and to the there because it does get boring. Another so thing is to make it interesting and exciting for you. Maybe add in a challenge or two. <laughs> okay, and, so once we've established who we want to work with and the kind of work we like to do most, what is the next step? That's when things become crazy because discovering what you want to do and what people are looking for already starts washing out actual goals. So suddenly you have that picture of how you want to publicly display yourself, what your business is going to be. So those goals are already starting to wash out. And that's where a lot of people are like, whoa, I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm never going to get there. Mm -mm, no. Bye. See you later. And that's what happens. It's like it even still happens with me. I was I was laying in bed yesterday, hungover after traveling with New Year's, and I get in messages in where I'm like, oh my god, 2019 is going faster where I wanted it to go. And me myself, I'm like, oh my god, I don't know how if I'm gonna be able to do that. How I get myself out of it? First of all, when that anxiety comes up, when that oh my God, my plants are actually going into action. It's actually happening. I go take a walk. I don't even try to fight it. I just let that anxiety settle where it is. It's That's what growth is. That's If you have read the, the Big Leap, for example, it talks about when you are stepping out of your comfort zone and the feelings that come with it. So go take the dog for a walk. Once that emotional piece is passed, you have drilled down on specific goals. Always put numbers to it. We want to be able to track all of it because if we can track it, we can celebrate it, and that helps us grow farther. Having those goals, you then want to take your annual calendar and decide on three or four major things for this year. That's it. Major things like doubling your income, like speaking on a TED stage, your big goals for the year. And then we start cutting those down in smaller goals. And that's where our view of, oh, my God, I'm never going to get there becomes to, oh, there's a path to that. So by the end of the year, I want to have tripled my income, which means I want to be at that number in six months. I want to be at that number in about three months. And you just start cutting them down into smaller and smaller goals. Um, I think you have that saying in the States too. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. 
Yep, that is. And that's that's what we do. You can do that visually. Um, we have pieces of that in the planner you mentioned where we really start with the financial goals and and big overview goals. Don't forget to also think about people that might be able to help you. Mm-hmm. Strategic yeah. partners, a VA you can bring on or things like that to take the load off. Yeah, no. Definitely want to plan that. So you've talked about a couple different things. One, which is sort of like if it feels overwhelming or whatever, take a break, walk it out, but you still have to come back to it. And I think that your reverse engineering idea is a great idea, like where you set your big goal and then you figure out the different steps and how to achieve them. I think that that's great. So let's talk. So we're talking about goal setting. How do we attach planning to those goals? So to me, the only way you're going to reach goals is change your habits. That is one of my strongest beliefs because how, how are you going to get productive? Productive is not just a, oh, I'm excited. I'm going to do it now. You literally have to plan to be productive. Um, just so, so hard, but it is so true. (laughs) I get, girl, I, yeah. Once I finally find the the blue pill for that one, I'll let you know because I'm even still struggling with that. But having said that, looking at your big goals, putting them into smaller steps, pretty much building your roadmap. If you do a cross-country trip, you're going to plan how to get there and where to stop in between, where you're going to do potty breaks, where you're going to grab your dinner. You make all of those plans. So do the same thing for your business. And with that, how do you, I think, so this is one, I think the things that people struggle the most with, Mm -hmm. and I think that this is more for people who are solopreneurs or work with contractors. So like all in one, like it's me, but we have a big team all over the place. Um, and other people like our boring business owners who are working in their businesses and not necessarily getting to work on it as much, especially when you're the boss and you are setting deadlines and stuff. How do you deal with sort of the mentality of who who cares if I meet this deadline? Like, I'm not going to get fired if I don't meet this deadline. I'm not going to lose a client if I don't meet a personal deadline. It's really just like this whole idea of like, well, only one that suffers is me. So, I mean, it's a goal, yes, but at the same time, like, how do you make I guess, how do you adjust your mindset or some, maybe you have like any mantras or ideas or things to help people with tackling that? Because I know for me personally, and, and some of my other friends I've talked to about this, this is one of the biggest struggles, especially this time of year where you're like, I got all these goals. How do I hold myself accountable and have some form of consequences attached to them? The easy answer is you by yourself, not at all. <laughs> like we either way have we either way have an emotional connection to it or we don't. So, and even if we have an emotional connection, if there is no um, pain point that's happening right away, we often push it out. So yeah, personal deadlines, I get it. It's a total pain in the butt. So having said that, there are a couple of tricks to make it a little bit easier. Um, one thing that works 
that works pretty much for everybody as long as we find the right trigger and the, the trigger that's strong enough is either way a big fear or a big positive emotion oh. that's connected with it. Yes, we lost her. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm still here. So she was talking about finding a big fear. So I'm going to give you kind of an idea that someone gave me about this while hopefully Yvonne can get back to us. And that is give someone money. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but one of my, one of the people that I admire, her name is Jocelyn Sams. She will take a large chunk of money, like 500 bucks, and she gives it to someone in her life. I think for her, it's like her brother or her sister, who she says, here's 500 bucks. If I don't do this specific thing, like let's say if I don't um, grow my revenue by $25,000 in this next quarter by doing A, B, C, and D, don't get you you don't give me that. You get to keep that five hundred bucks. And in return, if you don't do it, you've lost that money. And if like it needs to be a significant amount or a significant something that you don't want you don't want to lose. So don't make it something silly or unimportant. Another thing that I've seen people do is like they bet on themselves. So if you it's another way to kind of do that, like you have to put like ten dollars or 50 bucks every week or something in into what you're doing and you get the payout in the end. Or maybe you do a goal setting, like a weight loss challenge I've, I've heard people do and you can apply this to your business. If you have sort of accountability friends, maybe what you do is like you pay 50 bucks or 100 bucks into a pot and each of you sets a goal. What you can do in turn is like the person that accomplishes their goal first wins the pot or who accomplishes their goal the greatest gets the pot. And that way you're also kind of like competing with your fellow entrepreneurs, but also supporting each other at the same time. So that might be a great way for you to have that accountability. Sorry, I'm just messaging with a bun. Um, so I'm going to take a second real quick, and I'm going to show you guys her planner in case you guys are interested in checking this out. This is what's actually for sale. Uh, she's giving away today on our show. Let me pull it up so you can see it. Okay, so this is the bulletproof business planner and it has a great way for you to set your goals and what you're trying to accomplish in your business. It has a, a lot of like um, calendar blocking things that you can do to measure it. It's really um, the, if you want to buy the hand, the tangible version and do it, that's what you can do as well. And then what, what you can enter to win is a digital version um, now, so make sure you type five in the show, in the comments right now, and you will be able to win your very own. And I think Ivana's back, so let's add her in. Hey, so you're back. I love technology because my site told me I'm still here. <laughs> Not a big deal. We just, I just kind of rambled on a little bit without you and showed off your bulletproof business planner that people can win by hitting five now in the comments and hopefully they can uh, crush it with their goal planning. So one of the things that I was suggesting to people is giving people a large, give someone in your life that will 100% keep it 
a large sum of money and say, you can't give this back to me unless I accomplish this specific goal by this date. And if not, then you lose it. So what are, what were you, so what are your ideas for accountability with your goal setting? And that the, your example feeds right into trying to get an emotional connection to it. Um, with the money, losing that money is a quite a big pain point. And that's exactly what I try to do with my goals. I try to connect emotions with it. No matter if it's a good emotion and a reward or if it's a bad emotion and if something is taking away from me, getting that, that emotion connected to it just gets you moving. It's just like the, the idea of a vision journal and getting, getting into that feeling and that groove and manifesting of that house or yourself on a TEDx stage or the things you finally can do, the travel, all of those always feed back to some kind of emotion. So doing that definitely will help you um, get your ass moving. <laughs> Um, another thing, she's, uh, she's no sugar guys, no sugar. I'm trying, I'm trying to not curse too much. Um, <laughs> the, the other thing is one thing that has helped me, we, in our businesses, especially when we need to do jobs that we don't really want to do, but we know we need to do them to, to get closer to our goal. One thing I like to refer back is the five second rule, Mel Robbins, the we wait for that creativity to set in or to feel like doing our social scheduling or to just get going and the, the heaven is just going to open and suddenly everything just works great. It just doesn't happen like that. We need to get going. And once we have that movement, that movement stays an object in motion stays in motion, but getting that motion going so Mel Robbins talks about her five-second rule where it's literally like, okay, I need to do this. And you count down, literally your rocket countdown of five, four, three, two, one, and just go. Don't even think about it. Just go and do. And that will help you get in motion. And once you are in that motion, you also stay in motion. Um, one thing I love doing is masterminds. Finding people that are in a similar business that are in a similar situation that I am in, but different enough so we don't necessarily clash with each other. Having come from similar business, we even if we do 100% the same thing, we have had a different path, so you have different knowledges, you can hold each other accountable, you even can do the money part like you were talking about, and an outside influence of Either way, the client is setting us a deadline or our group is setting us a deadline. When our ego comes in a little bit, suddenly we get busy and suddenly we have this, oh, um, it's not just me promising myself some something. I'm going to be put on the spotlight and suddenly people are asking me if I actually met my goal. Believe me, the last five minutes before that call, you get that stuff done. <laughs> so bringing, it's, like when, it's like when you have a gym buddy like if you know someone's waiting for you you'll go but if it's just you it's so much harder to do it <laughs> so okay just, just so let's in accountability in. and those emotions definitely helps 
So we are talking about goal setting and planning for 2019. If you are just joining us, we have talked a lot about how to establish your goal, about how you can make sure you accomplish your goal with a little bit of help from your friends with some accountability. You guys may not. So find a group, I think, of people that you can, um, that would be really mad at you if you let them down by not accomplishing what you wanted to for your business and go from there. So I think that we need to dive into the last part of our talk, which is about planning. So I feel like we need to tie in a little bit of your super awesome bullet. What is it? The bulletproof business planner in into this and how it will help businesses and like how you have found success from this system to help just crush it with your goals. So the the Bulletproof Business Planner pretty much encompasses all of those pieces. So starting with a big picture, with a vision board, no matter if you like it list-based or, or images, then helping you build the picture for the next year, cutting those in quarterly goals, cutting those in weekly projects, and then into daily habits. And next step, what I'm doing from there on is I'm batching days or I'm batching projects, meaning hair is done, makeup is done. You can bet I'm going to be recording more videos today just because this always looks like, already looks like that. And looking at, first of all, batching jobs, but also looking at how jobs work for me. There are some jobs that are completely draining where I'm going to spend an hour on that and I need a three-hour break afterwards. And then there are jobs that energize us. So I also, within my batching, mix those jobs up to keep my energy level at least going straight or up even rather than, you know, those four o'clock, four o'clock burnout where you're like, oh my God, if you balance those, that'll help. But also what the planner also does is, are you hydrating? Are you doing your workout? What are some other habits you want to develop? And when you have it sitting next to you, it reminds you of those. So it kind of does what, what a coach would do for you. You just really have to have the resilience of having it sitting on your desk and really checking things off and having it there as a reminder. So you have to hold yourself accountable, but it helps with those. And one big thing that I have started doing last year, now that it's the second, I schedule my personal time first. I have my morning routine and my first two hours in the morning. That's what it is. If not somebody awesome like Desiree calls me and says, hey, we want to jump on a live, those mornings are mine. There is no client that I'm going to be talking to. There's no phone calls I'm taking. I need that time in the morning to just slowly wake up, have my coffee, then have a couple of my meditations and maybe some journaling just to get my energy to a level where I can kick ass throughout the day. I cannot agree with you more on that. I have started doing this thing where I get up about 4.35 in the morning before my kids. So my kids are 6.30 a.m. risers. And I used to have sort of a schedule where I would get up with them. And it was just, I I had this like delusion with myself that I would work after they went to bed. But I'm just one of those people, like I'm the most productive in the morning and like when the sun is out. And so by the end of the day, I'm just fried because 
I've been mothering and wifing and working and all kinds of things throughout the day. And then I also kept running into these issues where I would have things I needed to do in the day and stuff would come up. And I would be like, how am I, 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 I had blocked out this time to work on this thing and it didn't get to happen. So I adopted this mentality of getting up at like four thirty, five in the morning, doing my, like my tea and my, and I've started journaling for the year. And, um, I go sit down at my computer and I get like my most thought needing time consuming or urgent task done before my kids get up. That way I know no matter what happens in my day, if my kids wake up sick, if I have to run to do something that the military is telling me to do for my husband or whatever pops up in life, I know that I was able to get something that was really important done before everything else in my life got in the way. And those those change and develop. It really is just just pay attention to your day. When you have one of those days where it's like, damn, I got a ton of stuff done. Okay, now let's look at that day. What what did she do different? What might have triggered the energy or that things are just going smooth? So paying attention to it, which is how I actually use my daily layout in the planner. So my actual daily scheduling doesn't happen in the in the planner, funnily, because you have the scheduling layout in there, right? Why wouldn't you use it? Because I need Google to remind me. If, <laughs> if you keep going, so that's the monthly layout, that's the weekly. There we go. One before right. that. Um, nope, even one further. There we go. So that is your weekly layout. You got your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the whole week right there. Where a lot of people that don't necessarily use Google Calendar or something would schedule their appointments. I use that as a journal. Those that the white space in between where you usually would schedule your appointments, that's where I journal. I'm like, okay, what what went different? What did I do today? What did I get accomplished? And just kind of like other people write pages and pages, I just don't. My daily journaling is bullet bullet points. So that's where I put that to then be able to go back and say, okay, I had a kick-ass productive day there. What's different on that day to the other ones so that you can figure out what you need? Do you want to do meditation in the morning or do you are you better off with an audiobook that gets you excited and meditation in the evening to wind down? Do you need a call in the morning to get you going and get your butt out of bed? Or what are those things? Because they do work different for us. When I lived in Korea, it was so awesome having to, it was awesome, but also hard when I would have to get up really, really early to do my podcast interviews. But I would stay and work after that. And I would get so much done because you get so like fired up. Like when you get to talk with people, like after every episode of the Marketing for Your Boring Business podcast, I'm like, whoop, let's go conquer the world, you know? And so I totally get that. So guys, if you are really wanting to make sure that you crush it this year with your goals and your planning, I highly, highly recommend that you check out... um, Avon's planner. It's going to help you like lay out everything you need. You can get 10% off. We'll put the link to that in the description. Um, it's also, um, if you hit five, you can enter to win. We'll give away her planner before our next, um, Facebook live show, which will be next Tuesday on the 8th of January. 
we kind of threw this one, not threw it together, but we got really inspired to do this and we wanted to make sure that you guys started off your year with success as much as possible. So Yvonne, before we head out, how can people get your goodness uh, and follow you on online? Luckily, YouTube has finally allowed me to change my link. So everywhere it's now Ask Evie. So no matter if it's YouTube with a whole bunch of how-tos, more coming out over there. If it's AskEvie.com on the website, we have Instagram with Ask Evie. So you also can see behind-the-scenes stories right there on Instagram stories and here on Facebook. So literally, thanks, YouTube. It's everywhere Ask Evie now. <laughs> Awesome. We like that. And like I said, guys, 10% off in her store with the link in the comment section down below. Uh, it's just the boring business, the boring business code. So go get that now. Yvonne, thank you so much for being on the show. And guys, like we always say, military life is never goodbye. It is see you soon. So until next time, I'll see you soon. See you soon. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of marketing for your boring business. This podcast is presented by All in One Social Media.